Hi, this is Gila, your host, and some days I'll be reciting poems for my lovers out there. Other days I'll be talking about the most embarrassing moments in my life, talking to some awesome people with great conversations. So, hope you enjoy! Hello, I'm back, and today I have somebody with me. Uh, do you mind introducing yourself? Hey, yo, I go by the name of Acer Tanks. I'm a musician, producer, graphic designer. I'm pretty much a jack of all trades. So yeah, I'm here to talk about certain topics. I guess we have to unravel certain things. Okay, wait, wait. Where can the people find you on social media? What's I'm, your handle? I'm Ace the Tanks everywhere, so basically just search Ace the Tanks. Okay. Where can they find your music? Well, all digital platforms. Cool. So today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic. Um, it's been a back and forth for a lot of people. I think people haven't officially addressed it. We're going to be talking about the light skins versus the dark skins. What's up with that? Yeah, I do feel like sometimes there's a certain privilege that comes with being light. A default sort of, I guess, understanding on their behalf. There's a lot of things they get away with simply by being light. And of course, on the other hand, there are people in the black community who would, in a way, further perpetuate the whole idea and make it a thing. Yeah, as in people prefer you more if you're lighter than if you're dark. They attach like this mm. darkness tone with some, I don't know, strange things that like you're not good enough as the light-skinned people. Yeah, but what makes it interesting is that um, most of the time is that not everyone believes it till it becomes a thing. Like some people around you start talking about it and you start adopting the same mentality and pushing it forth. It sometimes even starts with parents. Really? Yeah, like from a young age, like don't play in the sun, you'll be darker. Which implies... Oh yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, that's it true. implies that's being true. darker is something you don't want to do. Oh yeah, I even had this kind of omen story back in the day. Mm -hmm. I think my mom told me about it. Where um, they used to... I don't, I don't know what term to use, but they used to refer to darker grannies as... Uh, being like witchcraft, <laughs> yeah, or doing something bad with voodoo kind of sure. things. That's weird. That's really weird. It's so strange how your skin color can determine where you fall. Yeah, but what do you think pushes it though? Do you think it's something white supremacy put forth, or something we keeping alive as? I think originally we found it um, because of the white supremacy. But then we still kept it going and alive because it used to be white in us that you know, white people are better than us. And then it came down to us as black people that lighter people are better than us. Mm -hmm. Then darker ones are like below the lighter ones. I mean, even in the Bible, you have things like um, black is evil, white is pure mm -hmm. and represents God. Sure. You know, so what... I mean, people take this from a Bible and then it gives them kind of a... A, a factual thing or surety thing that like a uh, justification or justified reason for saying it yeah because in the bible it's there if somebody says you know what it's even there in the bible then it's true mm. and not many people dispute it but yes. that being said how often do people ever dispute such things if you grew up with it not so often which is not so often actually but it, it gets very interesting where when it comes to uh, let's say dangerous situations Mm -hmm. A lot of people assume that a guy who's darker can fight better. Yes, like, <laughs> which is weird because even with you, you say light skinned people yeah, are so. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yo, this kid is so light skinned. Yeah, <laughs> so he can't fight. fight. He can't like, fight. He, 
Cause but what 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 is that? What makes people think that when you approach them and you're like, you know, he's darker, then he can defeat me more? Because you don't booze him. Oh. You are now I'm losing. Yeah. <laughs> Till I'm knocked your skin, out. Your skin defends you. You yeah, don't show easily. Okay. But also, I feel like it became almost a figure of speech. Because mm-hmm. I would say, like, you're very light skin to a dark person. It's like, you're very, you know, sheltered or you feel no need to deal with conflict. Like, that's mm-hmm. so light skin of you. Like, you just don't want to fight. You just want to just chill and yeah. be cool. <laughs> I, feel it, I think it also comes with certain characteristics. Sure. Where you're like, the way you're saying using the term, you're so light skin. Like, yeah. if you do certain things in your dark skin, it's almost like, ah, look how light skin you are now. Yeah. Like, why are you so soft nowadays? Yeah, most of the time. But, of course, I feel like we're the only ones keeping it alive. But why? I mean, I know you even do that. You always kind of tease people that, hey, you're so light skin. Why, why do you do that? On a serious note. On a serious note, I do it because what would it offend you? I was like, always wanna see. I'm calling you uh, light skin. You die, but I'm calling you light skin. And I'm like, okay, why are you okay, even reacting to it? What do you care? Because I feel like if you walked up to a white person and said, "You're so white," <laughs> it keeps the ideas are still alive. I guess you know they still kept on being alive. Yeah. So, but I don't think um, in in the white communities, if you just tell them you're so white, I don't think they ever say, "Wow, that's offensive." Yeah. Because you say something like, wow, white boy, you're like, you really dance like a white boy. And we don't even say it like, on a racial level, we say it like, culturally. I mean, I guess with white, if you're saying it culturally, it's more understandable. They can't say anything back because that's how it is, you know, it's true. Yeah. But with the black people, it's like, it's kind of like you're separating like them. Like coconuts? Coconuts, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you're separating them. Uh, you're like, I'm dark, even though it's the same in culture. But we're not the same, you know. Yeah. The things and struggles we face, they're mm-hmm. not the same. But speaking of that cultural part of it, that people who live in urbanism, right? Mm-hmm. They have white skin. Yes. They don't have white privilege. At all. So it's then a cultural thing, not a racial thing. Hmm. Never thought about that. Yeah, because I feel like if it was about race or... I feel like by default, people would white skin even if it's like from that condition mm-hmm. they would be considered white but do you think it's because they know that they're not white like some of them they know you can see them yeah, physically they're black they have, they have black, black features. features you can see them yeah but then it's not about skin color then then what, is it, what <laughs> is it about because then we're gonna say it's, race is not about color now because they're white albinism people they're like white like white yeah. people but I feel like we should put them on another podcast because we'll digress us on that because we'll be now on a racial scale. Yeah. Now back to light skin and dark skin. Yeah. This is where it gets interesting. People, so what happens if a person changes their complexion? It depends where originally what were they. Yeah, so would you still consider a person, like I said right now, we joked around saying dark skin people are somewhat considered tougher in fighting. So let's say a dark skin guy bleaches his skin. Uh-huh. Would you still consider him tough? Of course not. I think it's, it's weird because it's also weird in me that, ah, you're not tough anymore. You don't yeah, look more as loving tough. Than <laughs> yeah, more soft, more yeah. gentle with women or everyone, yeah. metal friend. So that's interesting. You know, because even in um, entertainment industries, mm-hmm. people or girls rather cast for roles and they pick the light heart. 
which I think is interesting. It's not more about the role that they need. Mm. It's more about if we're going for the same role, I'm dark and you're light. You're uh-huh. the one who they're going to take, you know. Of course, but nowadays you might have an advantage. People are trying to capitalize on this whole African thing. And less yeah. than women don't look like they Everything. don't they don't put them forth as that face of Africa because they want to keep it dark. Yeah, they're not as too like they're not that dark. Yeah, I mean, look, at, look at Wakanda, the whole movie with Black Pepper. They picked the dark ones. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's even interesting because I don't know if you know the model Ella Quack. What's that? That's a person. <laughs> That's a person. It's a person. <laughs> She's a model. Is is that the one who made like the Amarula? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Did you see how dark she is? Yeah. I'm so glad and happy with that advert because they casted her specifically for that. But that's interesting. There was this time where I had an interview. Someone was arguing his point, saying when it comes to picking models, certain mm-hmm. things won't show up on dark skin, like blush. Oh so yes. So if you want to promote blush. Is it still a biased thing to pick a light-skinned model? It's not really biased, it's about your brand, I think. Like, yeah. what do you guys stand for? So now, that being said, how many people can claim their biases are brand-related? A lot, actually. A lot. Which is difficult to navigate because now you can't even be sure if this person is being colorist or mm. racist. You don't know. But then, which brings the question, are that people even worthy of such things? If now I want to promote my um, blush brand, now I can't put on a dark skin model. Are they worthy of being in the alum light or being casted? Are they worthy people? I feel like as a society, we have not yet got to a point where we realize some things are not for everyone and not on a very personal scale. Because yeah. if I put blush, let's say red blush on a very dark model, Mm-hmm. It looks like she was hit. Yeah. It looks more like she was abused or something. Yeah. Now, do we really want to put that as the brand? So yeah. I understand maybe if, let's say, your brand was something else. Um, for instance, uh, your brand was. It's not only the blush. It's also the lipstick. Of course, okay. that one could go with any model. It become biased if it's like just because you can't put blush on you. The lipstick doesn't work. Then, then we pick it up like, nah, it's but not quite you, what it But is. then what about hair? Because hair on a light-skinned woman, if it's African, it's also suited for whatever they want her for. Mm-hmm. If they're casting. But also with the black woman. But still, I know they'll mm-hmm. take a lighter woman. It's almost the same thing with racially. Um, I think light-skinned people have been given such a benefit of the doubt that they gain confidence. Yeah. To a point where they tend to be, in a way, entitled to get certain things. And then they act the part because they feel like they're entitled. So if a black woman who's dark skinned walks up for the role and feels like she's not enough, she'll start acting it out yeah. subconsciously. So yes. what happens is now most opportunities will go to the confident model. And if she doesn't feel so confident around light skin, then she's losing. So and much. Now, that's where it gets very tricky. How do we differentiate between just biases from society and simply lack of confidence. Because I feel like a confident model, dark or light, regardless, if very confident, could be very ideal, even for roles and acting. It could be very ideal, I think to a certain extent. Because you could be confident while being dark, but when you go in, producers, whoever that's casting you, kills your confidence. You're out there being confident, they tell you, you know what, you're too dark. 
Position. Don't you think the problem is no longer about um, models or people who want to be in the industry, but more about who's behind the industry? Yeah. So if let's say more black or dark skin models were the directors, were the ones in charge of brands in terms of lipstick, mm-hmm. don't you think that would just change? I think it would drastically change so much, so much, because then if we have more black-owned things, a lot more would change. Yes. A lot more would so change. So, don't you think what's happening now is that we have people with the same biases towards dark-skinned women or men, I guess, irrespective. Whatever gender. Mm. Yeah. Don't you think it's because of those ideologies put forth in the industry from root level? Whereas, like, almost in a family, if in a family there were certain behaviors they were been there like racism. Nobody is born racist, but it's molded into a child, right? Mm-hmm. So what if this whole thing has been passed on from generation to generation out of ignorance? Because everyone who's got that role was picked because they picked the same... Let's say if you put a board full of models, right? Dark skin, light skin. And then the past directors always picked light skin. Yes. Now they made the standard that if you want to be a director, we'll see of based on how you pick. So if you want to be the next director, you pick more light skin and they say, yeah, that's how a director is. Wow. Okay. Which means in turn, the next generation comes the same director or the same ideology, the same argument they had with algorithms for jobs. Because mm-hmm. they used to look for something specific, blue eyes and and eyebrows Just and Just a fitting uh, yeah. picture. Yes, which means if you had a wider nose by default, you're out. Wow. If you had a certain type of hairstyle by default, you're out. But is that a brand though? Is that what people call brands now? It's confusing to me because is that your brand or are you giving people what they want? Or is that just personal things? You know, I are you using personal things to say this is your brand? Which is not wrong to say, okay, my brand is this because sure. it's personal, of course. Mm. But like... Are you not taking personal things and saying, you know, people want this? When it's you who okay. actually... That's how it's always been. Hmm. Like, let's look at, um, say, 80s. Men were glorified for having more hair. Yes. Somewhere around the early 2000s, the cleaner the better, like, no hair better. Mm. Mm. Same applied to women. Thin was a standard. Back in the 80s yeah. and 90s. Now, they're even adding implants. You know, so yeah. meaning whoever's making the standard, because I always had this argument with some women, it's like who you are or who you want to be sometimes was made by somebody else. Because mm. if the models were picked specifically to look a certain way and you consider that the standard of beauty, you try to live up to it. Which is weird because I don't think there is a standard of beauty. Yeah, there's no definite, because if, if, if there was, that would mean those with more media can set it. Which would mean the oppressive types. Yeah. Would yeah. be also own the magazines, the news outlets. Then it means they can ne- dictate the yeah. narrative. Because to me it's interesting. How do you look at two different ladies and say that one is beautiful, that one isn't beautiful, or say that one is more beautiful than this one? Also, although this mm. other one is beautiful, but that one is much more beautiful. What? What uh, in that makes you say, okay, this one has the features of saying, you know what, she's very beautiful. What are the things that she has that okay. make people glorify her? See, that's the thing. I feel like it's a social construct 
So if the social construct changes, it changes beauty changes as well. It's been like that. Mm. What do you think now? Every every person is going to be out. Because that's trendy and that's yeah, considered um, that more handsome. And yeah, yeah. See, which means we don't own even the culture we're in. Because if they can make anything trend for us, and then we push the narrative, what do you pay? That means people are not educated. People need to be educated. Yeah, but it gets even trickier when you tell people that <laughs> they get very defensive. I mean, nobody wants to be told that you're not educated. That's I wouldn't want to be told that. Even though it's a fact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because there's so much you can learn. Even though we can consider you as educated, there's so much you yeah. have to learn. Quantum physics. Are you educated in that? <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought, no. Nuclear, whatever. Yeah, it's really. a, nah, not. So that's the thing. Also, we have this problem as a... I wouldn't say generation... I think it's been going on for generations mm-hmm. where we confuse types like your type for what it should be. Yes. Like you're into light skin, mm-hmm. so now you're down dark skin. Exactly. But it's a type, it's your type. You, you took your type and you made the standard. Yeah, yeah. Because there's always these vague things on social media. A man must or a woman must. Oh, like a man, you know, when you watch uh, these dating shows, yeah. they will clip it out. Because mm. I don't have to say the name. But mm. like when you watch those dating shows, um, a man has to have a car. I can't date a man who doesn't have a car. You know, a yeah. man has to work. I can't date a man who, who lives at the back room. Mm-hmm. And then they say, you'll find him where you park your car. Exactly. The conversation just ends. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I feel like these girls also, they expect a lot, you know. Mm. But also women, y- y'all tend to not like each other that much. Yeah, I don't that's think we true. down women as much as women down women. And as much as they say a uh, women stick together <laughs> as a woman, <laughs> and as what I'm a saying joke. this, <laughs> that's Good a very luck. funny joke. Um, as a woman, and I'm saying this, and I'm not ashamed to say it. They say you shouldn't say negative things about women, but most of them is true. You know, women mm. don't like each other. They're mm. snakes. They stab yeah. each other in the back. Marry your husband. Exactly. <laughs> Tell <laughs> you ah, break up with him. Mm. Just. For her to marry yeah. yeah, but that's the thing though. It's been like that for a while. But as guys, we also have our own flaws. We tend to push the narrative. Light skin is better. Even our friends might push it. Why did you leave the light one for the dark one? They yeah, I can't... You see that in between the lines. I can't understand that. I can't. Yeah, but same as how we spend our money. If you look at in the black community, they spend money recklessly. Mm-hmm. I'm sure white people say, how could you buy alcohol like that if you don't have food? But he bought a bicycle before food. Exactly. But yeah. we never talk about that. But it's weird because not a lot of guys are the same. For example, I know you personally. Mm-hmm. You prefer darker women. Yeah, but they care the fuck out of me. <laughs> Which is interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Because, um, because they are less wanted or desired by men. They should actually yeah. want you as well. It should be easier. It should be not. easier. <laughs> it should, but it's not. Which is weird. Because that's why it bless the lines. You don't know if it's now a self-hate thing. I don't mm-hmm. want a dark child. Yes. Or uh, I already am dark. I mean, which which brings the thing of now uh, black people marrying white people. Because you want your child, child for, for aesthetics. Mm. You know, my, my yeah. child is mixed. 
this will look good on mm. Instagram. She has cute eyes, yeah. perfect uh, features. She's light skin. She's not white, but she's mm. in the middle, you know, for aesthetics, sure. which is weird. And it's made normal. It's been normalized. Yes. In so many cases, we, we do things without thinking. I even think, I, I, I'm not sure if I'm right in saying this, but I think a lot of people who are marrying white people, they kind of forget that they're black. Yes. And they start dumbing down or hating every black feature. Even their mannerisms in the way mm. they act, they change how they speak. It's true, because there's always been this debate that can you be pro-black and have a white wife? No. But you I can, yeah, you can't. No. I mean, how can you say black women are everything we need? They're wary, but no way we're getting married. It's, I, I mean, yeah, like, that's yeah. a good car, but I won't buy it. Because then <laughs> you're contradicting yourself. Yeah. So, How can you be pro-black? So now we have this type of black people who, let's say, date white women, and then they out here making fun of black features, because I feel like they detach themselves from the community of blacks. Hmm. They don't consider themselves black. They don't deal with black issues anymore. They basically wash their hands of them. So whenever there's anything that sounds remotely oppressive to whites, they don't think they're part of black. They yes. kind of just continue it like it's normal. And then, oh, it gets very weird for some of us because we don't get it. It really does. It really does because I've noticed recently now more black men, most black men mm-hmm. rather, are like being more attracted to white girls. And then uh, black women like mm-hmm. white guys. I don't know what's all that about. But then again, let's be realistic here. Black women be very rude. When you approach them. True, I, true. Like, you true. can be curved by a white woman and not even notice you got curved. Yeah, because they don't want to seem rude. So when yeah. they curve you, they're going to make it polite, very polite. Yeah, like, it's not you type of thing. It's yeah. Yeah. Where's the black woman? Uh, they'll tell you, where, where's your car? They'll ask you, where's, where's your car? Um, is that, is, what, why, why are you wearing those sneakers? Yeah. And it's like, you know my type. They, they'll always try to add salt to, to, to the world. Yeah, yeah, it's like, if you even had low confidence. And it's surprising because you want better of a man, but you yourself are not even better. Yeah, but when you pick a white man, you expect the least. <laughs> yeah. Him. You don't ask for a car. Uh, you don't care if he lives with his parents. I think maybe him being white is like enough for you. Yeah, which means it's now internalized. Which makes me think, like, what do you really want? Do you really want the man or do you want the white man? Like, what is it you want in your relationship? A man or a white man? But then again, when it comes to racism and all those things in place, would you say they want? Or they're just whitewashed into thinking it? Look at the media. We don't own the media. But are they whitewashed though? Well, like coconuts for instance. You know what makes a coconut compared to a person who's articulating English? Hmm. A person can speak English, right, fluently. When it's necessary. Coconut at a taxi rank. <laughs> English. Nobody understands it. <laughs> of course, of course. See, that's overdone. You're doing too much. Which defeats the whole point of conversation. To have people understand you. Mm. So if you just use big words, then you've lost the whole point of even communicating. True, true. And if you just use English for the sake of looking smart, then you are not really trying to communicate. But what makes you woke? Like between them and the people who are whitewashed. I mean, can we Information say... intake. Okay, okay. Because I feel like the schools is owned by... But you have other people who say, you know what, I get along very well with white people because they don't 
Um, <laughs> they they're not racist, you know. They're very. Uh, but that's the thing. They probably say to that person, "You're not like other blacks," which is called for. You don't want other things, black. People. You don't complain about racism. Pay attention to the black person with white friends. They're more understand. They don't want preaching. Let's let bygones be bygones. They don't want mm-hmm. to who are like, we don't really need land. Let the past be the past. Let's yeah. talk about everything. You're stuck in the past. Mm. But you don't hear it from those who don't associate with whites as much. So more like uh, white people prefer ignorant black yeah. people. Yeah, as long as you bet your own people, you're yeah. good. You're a good black. Wow. Which makes me think, can we ever say, um, is racism over? I no. always ask the, this question. No, it's not. But I feel like we shouldn't try to make it over. Like, it's not our problem. But do you think it's ever going to get to no. open where we say it's over? No. Then if it's not, why are we also um, fighting for it to be over? Because it's never going to be over. I think it's just a movement. Just like any other movement. Yeah. Um, people want to be hurt for something. They want to be part of something. But as for racism being over... We first don't even know what it is in its full context. Is it economical? Mm-hmm. Wealth-wise? Is it um, it's cultural? Is it cultural? Is it really skin color? I think we have debunked that one. So, since we don't know what it is, how do we end it? And how does it keep coming back in new generations? So what if racism is not actually bad? What if it's already cultural? Like, if in your culture, you eat, let's say, Bread does on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it's normal. Your children take over that. What if racism is no longer considered like a thing that you have a choice not to have? What if it's just part of the culture? I think it might be just the culture because you get uh, other black kids who are adopted and they 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 adapt to the culture of the white yeah. people. They don't even participate with anything to do with I think blacks. it's culture. I think it's very much culture and maybe tradition yeah. because... Uh, black people do very weird things. If we must, yeah, if we're being honest, black people are very, very strange. Because mm. like you, you find them on the street doing weird things, and you, and then white people don't associate themselves with such behavior. They're like, you know what? These are black people. Black people, yeah. uh, they don't have manners. They mm. they're very animalistic. They yeah. they just ruin things. Primitive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, Which is very funny because. Most of the things they demonized, they're doing. Yeah. The lips were made fun of. Mm-hmm. They're doing it now. They're injecting things. Oh my gosh, yes. Their bodies, they're modifying them to look more... Now, African. I don't know what they, they call it. It's a BBL. They do the BBL. I, These I white kids. I don't them. even know what that means. I'm not even going to look into it that much. Cause <laughs> it's actually, let me enlighten you a bit. It's BBL. So, like, it's... I think it's... Fat lifter thing, you lift your oh. butt. So they probably take uh, a little bit of fat in your on your stomach or whatever, and then they take that fat. I'm not sure though, so mm. yeah, I stand to be corrected. They take the fat and then they put it in your palm, so your palm is much bigger. That's why you see when other girls, mm. white girls, walk, they like jiggly. Um, up, up their body is like jiggly. Oh, it's not natural. It's okay, big. so then what is not beauty stand like? What could you say not the official beauty standard? Is it not the official beauty standard till white people do it? I think so, because... So, bringing back to light skin and dark skin. Till white women decide to be dark, 
That won't be the good step. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I saw this Instagram post. I think I was scrolling this other night. This no, it was white on TikTok. White woman turned black. No, no, it was on TikTok. This <laughs> other white woman said, "Um, I'm not." I'm not originally white, I'm black. And then she painted herself with this and black people felt very offended with that. They yes, yes. And she had a weave of a very you know how black mm. people wear weaves. She had and she had her own long hair. Made black yeah. people very angry. But see, that's the thing about cultural appropriation. You take from a culture what you like. Yes. When you get bored, you fall the side. We've seen white people who act Gangster or black, mm-hmm. and then when they're bored, they go work for their uncle's accounting firm. Exactly. exactly. But the black person can turn off the blackness. Because it's just it's who you are. are. It's yeah. who you are. So basically, we're styles to them. They take us yeah, when they want trend. us. They yeah. even changed dookie braids that black women been doing for years. They try to call them boxer braids. Then yeah. later on, they're like, Ish, it breaks our hair. So even, <laughs> even white dudes do waves. Yeah, they they really trying it now. I don't know if I can say waves are like for black people or for all men. Uh, come on, you need to have work, hair that's already curly mm-hmm. and coarse. Kinky. Yes, uh, that's not the white features. So, uh, you can't even deny it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's weird. What so, people are doing. this means most of the things in the dark skin versus light skin is rooted in media. Stems of beauty. Mm-hmm. Racism is pretty much closely linked to it. Yeah. Well, I feel like places where white media doesn't reach, mm-hmm. black is beautiful. Being, being dark. Yes, yes. It's being, so. it's beautiful in those places. Then go to these developed places where it's very developed, where the media is, let's say, white. Mm-hmm. The black women there want to be lighter. Yes. So yes. meaning more internet connection. Having connection actually helps. It yeah. helps. So if you're dark and you have no connection, you're out. Yeah. You're ruled out. You're yeah. Out. But that's why it's interesting. It means this whole dark skin versus light skin thing comes with media. White owned media. Hmm. Because less developed countries, they don't even watch television. So, they don't so, care. So, because this how it's not only in South Africa, it happens all over. Yeah, it's globally. universal. Mm. Globally. Yeah. So, can we say every person who owns something, even if the forefront is a black person, can we say every person behind the background is white? Everyone, globally. If there mm. are black people, but it's few of them. You, you know how it is. They give black people opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like these big um, studios, they say the first black person to mm-hmm. the first black female this and that. But then they give them so yeah, which means a, it's not our studio. Exactly. They give her a script, a white script. Weird. Cause look at there was movies where they were promoting family. Mm-hmm. They don't have those movies anymore. Yes. And then you look at um, families now; they're falling apart. Because hmm. what you don't see, you don't assume is natural. Yeah, media holds a lot of power. Yeah, that's even with homosexuality. Till we saw it on television, doesn't accept it. Yeah. So, so wouldn't that mean for you to accept your dark skin would be for it to be accepted by television? Yes. But if it's owned by whites, what do you know about being dark? 
Nothing. So then in that case, it means if there wasn't white media, would you still have this white light skin versus dark skin? No. Do you even know? No. We can. No, not at all. No. That's interesting. So no. then I guess we can't necessarily put the blame on blacks, but you can't exclude them. Because they've been given a chance to see it. Mm-hmm. And they still overlooked it and they, they're not taking it. Yeah, yeah, and they keep pushing it even more than we we push it, like like uh push the narrative that that light thing. Which is it because a lot more white people are now stepping into this black movement. Yeah, but I feel like it's I'm I'm gonna say something controversial. I feel like this movement is just a chance for white people to feel like victims of something. Yes. They, yes. There's never been a time where they were oppressed. They never needed a movement. The only movement they needed was feminism. But then they invited black women for numbers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also I think they invited black women to be involved and get more recognition. Because in this day and age, if mm. you were to say uh, we're all about feminism and they're all white women, no, okay. one, no one would care yeah. about them. So it's been like that. Um, but historically speaking, power-wise, those white men, right behind them, right underneath them, white women. Mm-hmm. Which means when a white woman was fighting against a white man for power, black people were not involved. Because they were also oppressed. Yeah. So Even a black man couldn't fight with a white woman because a white yeah. woman was already above him. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. light skin, dark skin, it's, just, it's always a social construct. I feel like it's almost like propaganda. Hmm. You know what? Explain what propaganda is because a lot of people don't know what that is. Propaganda is basically manipulating data, showing only one side of the story, mm-hmm. and making either one side a victim or the villain. As in taking what side as a fact. That's what yeah. it is. But see, it never gives people a chance to refuse it. Because mm-hmm. not like they give you two sides of the story and say, pick which one makes sense. Is one. It's just say, this is happening. Look at the victims. Wow. Which is why when black people get killed anywhere in the world, we don't have the media to make them look like victims. Hmm. So if that's the case, it means even with how we look, as long as we don't own our media, we can't set the narrative. And then we're going to have rappers, music videos, they'll pick certain type of women. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, sexualize women and make them sexual props in music videos mm-hmm. and it seems like that's all black women are good for yes yes it's not only even with women also with uh, if you've seen movies yeah. I think back in the 90s or maybe even Trophy, now uh, wife, like gangsters would be black men yeah in every movie and mm. never white guy ever it's when only guys are prosecutor yeah also that was happening before Italians were considered white there were, there were so many gangster movies. Wow. Mafia this, Mafia that. When they realized, nah, this guy's actually making money, they have their own economy now, they're like, let's claim them. Wow. So I also feel like the fact that we don't have a part of the economy, mm-hmm. they get to walk all over us. With all the gold and resources, they still make it seem like they're helping us. That's what's happening in foreign aid. They're giving Africa money. Mm-hmm. They say they're helping Africa. But if you had to compare the amount of money they expected for resources compared to when it comes back for help, 
It's actually no way to compare. They owe us. Mm. Yes. So yes. if the narrative right now, because there's wars taking place now. Because Ukraine and yeah. Russia. And that's the interesting part about it. The war that's taking place, they're all victims. Oh my gosh, yes. Pages are just looking at this. Uh, Russia is the enemy. Mm-hmm. But there's also been wars throughout Africa. And people don't, don't know about they them. They don't know about them because Africans don't own their media. Yes, they're not uh, on television. We don't hear about them. And, and when we cry, it looks normal. When a white person cries, it's sad. I feel like it's become <laughs> a trend because we're used to black people crying. So it's not mm. it's nothing new if we see you cry or oh, Africa is in distort and it's... Mm. That's the same way they tell me COVID an African thing? Yes. And it didn't even start in Africa. And it's, the numbers were slower. <sighs> like they were low in Africa. Now look what's happening with the vaccines. Weird things are happening. Probably also because other people are in charge of it. White people. Yeah, and you know what? The media is owned by who? We had a lot of black people going like, it's perfectly safe. They don't even know. Puppets were being used, okay? Yeah, sure. And, and now the cat has their time. They don't know what to do or say to the people. See, that's why right now I'm very, I'm very aware of whoever they make a victim in a story. Mm-hmm. There has to be something being played here. Of if, course. If, if, if I look at the media where it comes from, if those people are the victims, then they're not the victims. I've seen it happen so many times because I pay attention. It's like, also oh, a black person dies, it's like normal. But look at mass shooting in United States of America. White person. Yeah, but they make and this sound. Black person commits a crime. This is a reflection of your whole community. Yes. Ah, when a white person does it, it's like he was alone. He had no friends. He was why do a they child and they just distance themselves from him. It's like one person is one person's act. But if one black person does it, it's, it's every black people. That's weird. You know why? Because we don't own media. This even in our country, we don't own the media. We don't even run the government. Yeah, uh, of course we have black people. Ah, uh, we we. I think we know now. We just don't. We don't care. I guess. Yeah. Because. Even with xenophobic attacks, president was quiet. Then a white-owned business gets burned in Nigeria. The president shows up. For what? For what? Because, see, there was a black-owned business burned in Nigeria. But but what these black presidents, can we say they they have knowledge that they're being puppets? Do you think they know? Or they're being whitewashed? Mm, I think they know. They just... They have no choice? No, I don't think they don't have choice. I feel like they know going against that is a heavier test than just enjoying the money. Yeah. Which way Also, they... like, look at African leaders. If a certain country didn't call them dictators, they're not for Africans. They only call African leaders who look out for their people dictators. Yes. The rest, if that, if, if that, those certain countries consider superpowers, if they say to the African leader is a good president, that's not our president. That's theirs. Exactly. Same happened with Robert Mugabe. Um, and if you go against them, you will... Now the demonized one. Exactly. Because I don't think they had a problem with Russia till now. Now Valdemar is seen as a bad guy. Yeah, it's interesting though. Stop the war. Media. But they don't even know. They're saying stop, what? stop the war. Stop the war. L- listen to this. 
talk propaganda slogans they send the soldiers to die right and they'll say do it for freedom vague statement but how are you fighting for freedom on other people's land it doesn't make sense yeah but in the movies they're always victims they're gonna shoot your son and make a movie about how they accidentally shot your son and your son is now not gonna be the main character. Yeah. They're gonna be the main character. Yeah. And that's the thing. Uh, and I've been saying this a lot of times. Because I'm poor black. I say it a lot. We don't own media. We don't own our education. I didn't hack. We screwed. Because if they can teach you to hate you, hate yourself in school. They have a certain hold on us, they wire us to think a certain way. And the minute you get out of that box created You're food, demonized. Yeah. You're the bad guy. You consider a gangster or corrupt politician or Because what do they know? How do they know being me and the way that I act and being black is the wrong thing? Yo, you should Google something real quick. You should Google squatter camps in South Africa. Mm-hmm. You gonna find white people. Yes. Yes. It's like black people have been doing that. See the difference is black people don't go taking selfies and say, Look how sad we are in front. We have learned to make the most of the least. Mm-hmm. That's why when they get because, poor, because they, it's real struggles. We yeah. don't we don't joke about that. Yeah. It's real. So when now white people take pictures. Oh, I have friends that are black. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's gonna make me think. Every time you wanna take yourself with me, you're just showing to your community that oh, you have a a, a friend that's black. Yeah, it kind of like almost like we're pets. <laughs> like yeah, you know, I got a pet monkey. And it's cool right now. It's the thing that's in fashion. Which I also think, if I say this, maybe a lot of people might hate me, but I'm still going to say it. Uh, I think a lot of white people, most of them, mm-hmm. inside, they're very racist. Yeah. But I they think they suppress it. They suffer it so much. I think if there was no law against it, <laughs> we'd see more of them. Yeah. But of course, when it comes to racism, the loud ones have no power. Mm-hmm. The quiet ones have power. Because you don't hear racist slurs from a powerful person. Yeah. They have systems in place. They just get you fired mm-hmm. or demoted. Yeah. So they don't have to say it. So nobody wants to go calling out these racial slurs. It means they don't have systems in their side. That's all they have. And for me, I think it's very sad for black people, some of them, to think that racism doesn't exist yeah, anymore. Yeah. I think now we're living in an age of information more than mm. using our weapons or yeah. just uh, violently... This has been called a propaganda war. Mm-hmm. It's how to look good after killing people. Wow. I mean, there's so many things that are called genocide. You can look at it for history. They have not put it like, genocide is bad. They made it like it was a matter of survival. What the hell? On some people's land. How, how, how do you survive on people's land? And it's of course in this country people say... Why are you even there? Yeah, but in this country especially, there'll be people who say, um, we, we are also African. What type of people? Tell me why. White, tell me. Okay. white people. Like, we're also African. And it's like, we've been here for generations. Because they don't read books. They don't know there's such a term called settler colonialism. Mm-hmm. When you fall in love with the land itself, not the resources. Okay. You stuck around not because and and there's even certain things, bullet points about settler colonialism. Where it's like if you maintain your language, it means you have no intention of integrating. 
Because you know, African languages mean nothing where you come from. Mm-hmm. So why learn them? Exactly. Which in- indicates you don't think you're African. Yes. You have a forward plan where it's like, if I learn African languages and that's all my children know, they won't be able to run away. So that's if you're really African, you'd have more investment in Africa itself. Yeah, which is a very simple thing also. A lot of black parents are giving their children names, English names. Yeah. Because if you don't yeah. have an English name, when you go internationally, you go to Europe, they won't understand your name. But that's ridiculous. Let's think about it. Let's be realistic. They say things like tsunami, <laughs> but Tepo is hot. <laughs> that's ridiculous. They have even words like psychology. Yeah. It's yeah. PH. What? What? And then you say our names are not spelled like they don't, they don't sound like they were spelled. They have words that are just strange. Science yeah. T, science R. Or oh, even <laughs> Germans, like, they yeah. pronounce them weirdly. We have to learn how to say them. But that's they can't even say your, yeah. your Twana name, your Sutu yeah. name. But that's the interesting thing. We don't own the schools. <laughs> we don't own the jobs. Because if we had our own companies, we say, uh, in order to get a job here, yeah, speak Sutu Zulu Kasa. Let's make it simple. We don't own anything. Yeah, we don't. Anything at all. But it starts from education purposes. This, a black child is already taught from a young age that they will work for someone. Yes. It's, it's, yes. it's almost like a normal thing. Like it's a school conditioning. Hence I'm saying we're living in an age of information. And yeah. when I say this, I want people to get this right. Uh, School is not important, but education is. Yeah. Those are two different things. People confuse them as well. Yeah, yeah, and I heard people say school is not important. I get that. But, but are you education not being important? Because even if you can, if you can fix a tab, you're educated in fixing the tab. You need education for it. Education is not only vocabulary yeah. or like academics. I, I think the problem is when they gave people degrees. Mm. Now they don't even listen to their elders because their elders' information doesn't come with a degree. Yes. And most of the times, but the degree doesn't even work. Nah. It, it's, it has You can't even go to the bank and sell it for collateral. See, if I don't pay you back, take my degree. The bank won't take that. Imagine go to the bank. I want a million rand loan. If I don't pay back, you can take my degree. Yeah. You they, they, they're not, they're not buying that. that nah. So I think a lot of people need to be educated on whatever topic they want to be educated. I think at home though, think about it like this. I I don't know if you heard white teachers say this. It's not our responsibility to teach men as it's your parents' responsibility. Yes. But what they don't consider is that once a child goes to school, they've been co-parented. It's now by anyone else. Two parties. Yeah. yeah. So your school and your parents. Parents don't teach you to love your hair because they don't think they have to. They just think, I'm sure they think you automatically love yeah. your hair already. You go to school, you told your hair is unprofessional. You now hate your own hair. Because you don't own the school. Mm-hmm. You don't own, like, it's not black. It's always frustrating. Every time I hear black people complaining about schools, I feel like at this point we should have had our own. You mean out of all the millionaires? Mm-hmm. You couldn't build a university? Wow. I can't, I can't, how, how do these uh, rich people think? Black people even? No, the thing is that poverty has been put in the black community, right? So the moment they make money, they automatically feel like they're no longer black. 
Because even in politics, yeah, if you put a politician before before saying they they have power, they go, you know what? I'm gonna do this for my community. I'm gonna do everything. Mm-hmm. They get now they now get power, and they they forget about what they were saying. Now they're looking out for themselves and their own family. Yeah. They eat the money. Now yeah. they forget about the potholes. They forget about the problems in the community. Yeah, till it kills one of their children. Yeah. Like a pothole that the child crashes. No, <laughs> they, they fix it. Yeah. But see, we can't... I feel like at this point, and I, I kept saying it to a lot of people, if you don't control the education, you can't control the outcome. It's yeah. as simple as that. I feel like even with how we spend... From home, we already taught the reckless nature of just spending. Yes. Uh, even how we collect information, we want to be spoon fed. But I don't wanna, I don't wanna blame, uh, how do I put this? I don't wanna blame people, or, or rather parents from the olden age. Uh, they had no choice. This is an oppressive time. They don't know education. Yeah. They don't. So I maybe it's up to us. Yeah, I get that. I just feel like, in this day and age, if you can find out the price of alcohol, you can find out where the nearest party is, you can find where to buy clothes online, mm-hmm. the price and everything. It means you have the capabilities to get information. Just chose to look for the wrong one. Because you're not educated. Yeah. In fact, your, your thinking is completely backwards. Because I've seen people who like, they know a lot about things that don't mean much. Yes, and they invest a lot in things that don't even make sense or mean much. Yeah, later on in stages. So, now, talking with the original topic of light skin, dark skin, Mm -hmm. I feel like black parents say it subconsciously. Okay. And then we take it and make it a thing. Just like, um, let's say, there was a time we were having tattoos was a gangster thing. Mm. Or it was a demonic thing. Yeah, and then there was this other thing was like tattoos, music industry equals cocaine. Nobody really confirmed it, but just the it was, I think it was known. Yeah. Unofficially known. Yeah. So meaning depending and also you pick it up from your parents. Mm-hmm. They talk among themselves, you take it, you go out, you say it. Because your children's friends are also co parents. And now it's great. Yeah. Wow. So, that skin, light skin, that wall, it's not necessarily completely honest, but I feel like parents could do a better job in having their children appreciate themselves sooner and not look down on features. Because I feel like, if, if we look at it this way, we don't know what white parents teach their white children. We don't, of course. We don't know if you've been told that blacks, the enemy. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, in, in, in black communities or families, whites are ha- held to high regards. Yes, they'll tell you we're all the same. Uh, just if they want to make friends with you, then just be friends with them. Mm-hmm. You're not taught, you know what, that uh, white family or whatever, their yeah. grandfathers oppressed us. Yeah, nobody wants to say that. I don't know why is that silent. Are they afraid? Can we say they're afraid? Yeah. Are they afraid of the, I mean, you know, older people, that do they still have that thing in them where they still look to the mm-hmm. past and they're afraid? I, I don't think it's fear anymore. 
What is There's it? There's this thing called internalized racism. Yeah. When you oppress yourself. Mm. Even if, I mean, it's almost like even if you used to being hit, a woman has been in an abusive relationship a lot of times, mm-hmm. she expects it in the next relationship. Yeah. So maybe they're taking on what happened then and they... It's normal to them. Yeah, it's been normalized. If it's not happening, then it's not going to... Yeah, so that's the thing. With light skin, dark skin, I feel like there's a personal war in, mm-hmm. in, in black communities where you should like educate your, your children. Because there's just little remarks. Growing up, not being chubby. This is funny. <laughs> when you get older and chubby, they're like, you gotta lose weight. Yes. As a child, when you're not chubby, you're not eating right. Something's wrong with you. Yeah. Or they have this thing, when you're even older, you have a job and you're chubby. You're rich. Yeah, especially if you get the sausages in the back of your neck. <laughs> yeah, that's like, you rich. You eat, like, you have money, you're rich. Yeah, so, we have this thing, snack comments. Mm-hmm. Their parents say, like, don't go out too long in the sun, you'll be dark. Which implies being dark is the it's bad, bad thing. It's negative. Or saying, wow, look at your, your friend, that beautiful one, the, the light, the light skin one. Mm-hmm. Which implies that beauty is only found in being light. Uh, and then there's all those little back and forth, the little banter that you have with your parents. Mm-hmm. After a while, it becomes set in stone in your head. It's like, yeah. lighter, beautiful. Darker, bad. bad. So stay in the shade so I don't become more bad. Get lighter so I can be more beautiful. And if that's how you start your, cause I, I've seen it happen. Even with plus size women. Mm-hmm. A plus size woman who came from a family that loved her, complimented her, versus a plus size woman who came from a family that made fun of her. They grow up different level of confidence. Yes. The one with more confidence is looking better. Which is true, yeah. Because after a while, you know, they carry themselves like how they feel. Yeah. But unfortunately, a black parent is never taught that your child's feelings... They don't know anything about feelings. Yeah, it's like, especially if you can talk about depression. You feel it? Uh, it's irrelevant. Yeah. It's, yeah, really, when it comes to it, it doesn't work that well. Like, to them, whatever they say, it's a fact and you need to go with it. And you're young. You must listen. Exactly. Like, you're young, you have no say. There's so many books that go against that. And that's when I realized, um, if you go to the doctor, mm-hmm. pay attention to a white child talking to the doctor, telling the doctor, I have a pain here. Yeah? And then the black child doesn't. The black child is just quiet. And the mom says everything yeah. to them. And then you wonder why they can't speak up when oppressed. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh my gosh. So, which now brings me to the last question that I have is that, how can we prevent for our future generation to say, you know what, dark is, not to say dark is better than light, but mm-hmm. like, they hold the same standards. How can we push our generation to now see that, or prevent our children from thinking that lighter is better? You know, I think it's the same thing that the white community used. We have to develop ourselves. Where, video games. Okay. That, uh, that represent us. Mm-hmm. We don't see ourselves in video games. The animation, we don't see ourselves. Which is only maybe like one game, really, that you yeah. see a black character. Yeah, black so anime. make it cool to have both complexions. Make it cool to like, don't, don't go having, let's say, for instance, even with storybooks. Mm. Don't go having storybooks that go in the dark child says. 
and then the lights and then it's like the dark child is the villain and no just have a standard where it's like it's normal to be both almost like hairstyle mm-hmm. you can't say this hairstyle is bad because it looks different. good on someone else yeah so if you can find a way and this has to go from grasswood it's not something you teach a grown up very hard to have him understand. They won't it. even absorb it. Yeah, so I feel like from a young age, maybe as a young parent, mm-hmm. you could already from a young age just start complimenting them the same. Yeah. Like equally, wow, you're so light and beautiful, you're so dark and beautiful. The same. Okay. And that's like from a grassroots. The child has to grow up in an environment where it's very normal to have both face, both types of faces. Where if they see a dark-skinned character who's winning, they will see a light-skinned character that's also winning. Yeah. It shouldn't be this push to one side. Well, if I'm up, you're low, that's mm. how it should be. Yeah, it shouldn't be like that. So, I think we've came to the end of the conversation. Yeah. This was really interesting. I really liked it. Um... Tell me guys, what do you guys think about it? If you have anything to say, please leave some comments and I'll read them. Um, yeah, you can even DM me on Instagram. My handle is youlovethepoet on Instagram. Actually, everywhere. Um, where can they find you again? No, I'm Ace Tankson for all platforms, I guess. You say that. Even his music. So, yeah. yeah. So, it's fun being here with you. I hope we can record more podcasts. Yeah, likewise. Again. So I guess we're done, yeah. Have a good night, wherever you are. Good morning, good night, afternoon. Just thank you for tuning in. Um, Yeah, goodbye.